we ever own a coffee shop exclusively, I'm having the smut sm- readings. Ooh, what's like a smut themed coffee shop name? Peppermint Dirty Chai 1%. Hi, I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And we're starting a Patreon. <gasps> the Steam and Cream coffee shop where we have smut poetry readings. Yes, we're making it a reality for you guys because you really liked the idea. For right now, we can promise that we are going to start the Steam and Cream episodes. We'll go up twice a month and that will be at the $5 level. The party in your earbuds will be coming to you on December 21st on the Patreon page. Now enjoy the regular episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I definitely watched when they all went to like New York Mm -hmm. and there was still weird high school shenanigans. And I just was like, wow, the drama is getting too high. I think it was the first year of Rachel Berry not being. Because I very specifically remember like a Thanksgiving episode of her and her apartment where they sang Turkey Lurkey Time. Yes. Which is a very fun song. (laughs) But like... Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember like uh, her moving into her apartment and being like, let's have a kiki. Yes, because let's have a kiki, kiki with turkey kiki. Kiki time. And I was like, oh why? my God, it why was. Why is that. this a com- Like, I love these two songs separately. Why did they need to be put together? I because somebody was like, if I like them separately, I will like them better together. No kiki. Let's have a kiki. No kiki. No kiki. <laughs> no kiki for Lee and Michelle. No turkey lurking. No time. turkey and kiki. No. <laughs> Hello, yes. welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And this is a podcast about fan fiction and cats. And cats. <laughs> at least, That's At the least plot. once it's been about cats. <laughs> that was the plot of cats. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know if you... I Sometimes I'm just, like, bored because I'm sitting in front of a Zoom class and, like, need another thing to look at. I'll mm-hmm. look at our, like backlog of episodes and be like what's the top 10 from like the last month or so and like cats is in there now and i don't know why it's a fine episode it's like buzzfeed unsolved i'm like i don't understand why this episode is getting like the the buzz (laughs) i don't know it really might just be that the title is so engaging tweet at us and tell us why you went to that episode (laughs) tweet us at fine pairings pod uh, and oh, we Twitter. will respond. Tell because... us why you picked the episodes in the backlog that you picked. Because I am always curious. <laughs> yeah, I'd love it. I'd love to know. Like, they're all getting some love. Like, none of them are at, like, 20 views. <laughs> all right. So, Claire, you have given me a prompt of prompts, which was not specifically, but this is what I went to, uh, was a Glee Game of Thrones crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said fantasy. I did I think, say fantasy. So on my journey, I was like, I knew there was going to be some good Glee fan fiction. I was pretty sure it was going to be on AO3. So I went to AO3 and I was like, okay, I'm not familiar with like the hip tags or like what the tags are to find the thing that you want most of the time. Uh, so I <laughs> thought it would be funny to be like, Glee fandom tag dragons. And that eventually didn't get me a whole lot of things. So I ended up just doing, like, AU Game of Thrones. Nice. Which, you've watched Game of Thrones. Yes, I right? have. Yep. Was Darren Chris ever on Game of Thrones? No. Okay, because it was almost exclusively Darren Chris. Was he Jon Snow? No! Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not specifically. Uh, I guess he does. But it was a lot of, like, Blaine Kurt, a lot of uh, Blaine Sebastian, which sure. was like yeah, a, yeah, one of the yeah, yeah. warblers. Um, yes. And that was like almost exclusively what it was. And you're going to explain to me what the things that I don't know. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I'll be like, this is not Game of Thrones. I think it is. Based on like the I'm side excited. things that I know from you and Josie and other friends, I think it's like fairly Game of Thrones adjacent. But yeah, so <laughs> we're doing some Game of Thrones AU in my style. This is the second Game of Thrones that I've done that's not really Game of Thrones. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, we'll just do a full Game of Thrones episode, maybe. Does anyone want that? If no one wants it, we're not going to do it. No. Uh, so it's it's a fic that I found called Sun, Moon, and Stars by an author called What's the Problem, Baby? <laughs> so she says, what's the problem, oh, baby? I'm in love from Shrek. Um, <laughs> she is the Shrek uh, soundtrack. Uh, but yeah, so I actually contacted the author like I do because they were still writing fics uh, around today. Even though I think this one is from 2014? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a long, uh, a long working author. Oh wow! Because I specifically went and I was like, okay, I don't really ask this person's gonna fucking you know actually answer their quest because we find some stuff that's in the back. Uh, and they did. So this is from What's the Problem, Baby on Ao3, and they said their uh, handle is What's the Problem, Baby on Tumblr. So go find them there. And they're in their twenties. She, her pronouns, and got into Glee from the beginning, and just had to start writing about Clayne. Oh, Kurt Blaine. Clayne is a very popular writing fic, specifically in the fantasy domain. Do I know why? I do not. So this is a. I'm gonna read the tags, which are nothing super crazy, but basically fusion fic, alternative universe, Westeros, Dorak, Dothraki, Blaine, Targaryen, Kurt. Oh, <gasps> wedding. Oh my god. Um, yes. So, so this is like Daenerys and her Dothraki husband. Is that a real thing? Yes. Then yes. <laughs> this is Daenerys. But they're, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but Dothraki are a little more like rough around the edges, more yeah. like nomadic. Yeah. And uh, Targaryen are a little more like fancy, formal correct. royals. Cool. Yes. Okay. So that takes me to our um, pairing, which I get to name because there was not a recipe with uh, proportions. So I made them up. And so I get to make a name for it. Uh, but I basically looked up, I was like, okay, what? Because I don't know Game of Thrones super well. So I was like, okay, what would they have at like a Dothraki wedding? <laughs> oh, no. If there, Because that's important to the thing. And I found a, uh, originally it's called a Khal Drogo. Okay. And it's supposed to look like this. Um, that's who Daenerys marries. Yes. The, the guy who looks like he's wearing a lot of eyeliner. Yes. That guy. And it is... It's supposed to be a very specific bourbon called Buffalo Trace, but they don't sell that in Minnesota, so it's just bourbon. Bourbon, um, elderflower liqueur, Ooh. blood orange juice, and lemon oh. juice. So yeah. I'm calling it a Dothraki hyphen Targaryen, as if they hyphenated their last names <laughs> when they got married. A feminist drink. A feminist drink. Uh, and I've never had elderflower liqueur. I told you about my journey about getting it, which mm-hmm, was mm-hmm, I thought it would mm-hmm. come in a small, adorable bottle. It came in, like, a very large, like, vodka bottle, basically. And I was like, cool, now I have the elderflower liqueur forever. So hopefully yep, I like good. it. It smelled great. The <laughs> smell is very... I can't tell oh, if that's bourbon so, flavor. No, it's... that's 100% bourbon. So again, I couldn't get this nice, fancy bourbon, so I just used the bourbon that was in my cabinet. Hopefully it's not disgusting. Cheers to that. Wedding. <laughs> oh, it's very bourbony. It's not as bad as I... I feel like I would like it if it was more elderflower, less bourbon. It's uh, not... Because I think I used one ounce of bourbon, I think an ounce and a half of elderflower, and then uh, topped it off with another ounce and a half of orange juice, which it, is supposed to be blood orange juice. It but tastes I don't like, know. I don't it tastes like leather. It tastes like leather? Mm-hmm. It tastes... Um, this is like a man mimosa. <sighs> man mimosa. Um, okay. No, I... Yeah. I... Mm-hmm. Mm. I... Mm. The leather feeling, I get it now, but... No, 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 yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's, the flavor profile is bizarre because I sip it and I'm like, oh, this is an interesting drink, and then it, like, blooms on my tongue. Just like anything with bourbon, 
just only smells like bourbon. Like, I yeah. can't smell any... Like, elderflower is so, like, it's so nice and citrusy. Like, it's something you could probably sip on its own, which I don't say a lot about a lot of things. Like, yeah. in theory, you could do that with, like, peach schnapps, but it's disgusting. Um, it actually tastes good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I have stated, I haven't watched any episode of Game of Thrones. I only know it through, like, social secondary, um, mm-hmm. you know. Here is the summary. Sun, Moon, and Stars by What's the Problem, Baby. Game of Thrones claim fusion fic. Kurt Targaryen's older brother is marrying him off to the fearsome Kyle Blaine in order to get one step closer to winning back the Iron Throne. Kurt's not super excited about this, but Kyle Blaine got, uh, Kyle Blaine's got a couple of surprises up his sleeve. Yep, that tracks. Is that exactly what the Targaryen... Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, no, uh, Daenerys was going to get married off so that she would better position her older brother to get the Iron Throne because they need the Dothraki Mm -hmm. army. Yes. Um, And then the plot twist is, like, that they eventually fall in love. But it's Mm -hmm. first by Daenerys, like, owning her power and then being like, I am the captain now, sexually. Um, And then... Okay, I think this will fit similarly. If it divulges, let me know. All right, here we go. Kurt! I've told you time and time again to get dressed already. Sebastian's voice cut through Kurt's thoughts, instantly negating any relaxation Kurt was feeling from his nice hot bath. So Sebastian is that warbler that I talked about that often oh. gets paired with Blaine because I think he's kind of like a sexy jerk. I yes. don't really remember him. Yep. Um, but he's Kurt's brother in this, who is the elder uh, Targaryen. Do not screw this up for me, little brother, Sebastian continued, poking his head into Kurt's chamber. Once you're married to the call, then I am one step closer to reclaiming the Iron Throne and taking my rightful place as king from that usurper, St. James. The Targaryen dynasty depends on your compliance, Kurt, so you had better be prepared to stand in front of the seven gods and take the heathen horse lord as your own, or I will be forced to unleash the wrath of dragon on you. Peace, Sebastian, Kurt said, holding up a hand to quiet his brother and hoping Sebastian didn't notice him rolling his eyes. I know my duty. But I pray you don't forget your end of the bargain. I am to be delivered unharmed and pristine, or the great Kal may refuse to give you my dowry, and I know you cannot afford to lose 10,000 foot soldiers and a crown of gold. Sebastian looked bitter at the reminder. Mm. He's a hefty, that's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kurt, is, Kurt is a fancy boy. The the, the Kal was promised, like, essentially, like, this exotic princess. Mm-hmm. and um, Kurt is an exotic princess. Yes. <laughs> I'll give you 15 minutes to prepare yourself before I return and drag you out of your chambers, he said, sullen, as he sulked out of the room. Kurt let out a gusty sigh and sank deeper into his bath for a moment, chasing the last vestige of hot water before climbing out and drying himself off. He had sent away all of the house servants that Magister Schuster had provided (laughs) them with. (laughs) Who would be the Magister in real life? (laughs) Is he like the housekeeper? Must have, yes. That's really funny. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's that they do, they are staying, so before she gets married off, they are staying in, like, a sympathizer of the Targaryen cause. Oh, so, so it's they're, like, like, closer to the realm of... Yeah, so, okay, they're, okay. so they're in, like, the, the Seven Kingdoms or whatever, and there are people who still believe the Targaryens are the true rulers, mm. um, and so... They are staying in like a Targaryen th- sympathizer. Yes, like a wealthy person's house. Mm-hmm. Um, but Magister Schuster. Yes, Magister Schuster had provided them with wanting a little privacy before his public spectacle of a wedding later that evening. His new finery was laid out over a nearby chair, almost taunting him with the thought of what was yet to come. You are the blood of the dragon, Kurt. He said quietly, attempting to motivate it himself. The blood of the dragon does not run scared from nomadic, possibly savage horse lords. 
He quickly changed into his new wedding suit, admiring the fit of the white shirt and the pale lavender trousers and the sash in the glass on the wall. Surely no one could be so savage that they wouldn't appreciate an outfit as nice as this one. Kurt! came an angry yell from below, interrupting his revere yet again. It's time. Kurt slipped on his boots and scurried down the staircase to the caravan on the street in front of Magister Schuster's residence, seating himself carefully before his brother could release a second fellow. Ready, brother dear, he said, smiling impertinently. He noticed that along with himself and Sebastian, the Magister and his friend Sir Noah Puckerman <laughs> were in attendance, surprising him a little. Sir, no, Sir Noah. Sir Noah Puckerman. Sir Noah Puckerman. Oh, Lord. Good evening, Magister Schuler. Sir Noah. <laughs> Sir Noah. Sir Noah simply nodded in acknowledgement, but Magister Schuler took it upon himself to speak. I assume Sir Noah is just like the beef. He's not really doing it. He's like yeah. a bodyguard. Yeah. Which is fair. No, I shouldn't talk. He sucks. And uh, good evening to you as well, my boy, he said in a distinguished, in a distinguishedly hearty tone. We simply could not miss the festivities this evening, nor would it do for your accompanying group to look meager. The Dothraki would take it as a slight. Piss on what the Dothraki take as a slight, Sebastian interjected. What do I care for the opinions of savages? If this Kalblane would still provide me with an army, I'd eject Kurt from this caravan at the edge of the grasslands and let him find his new husband on his own. How touching, Sebastian. I love you too, Kurt said, prompting a snicker from Sir Noah. I wonder <laughs> if Noah is Sir Jorah in like, Game of Thrones. Who is Sir Jorah in Game of Thrones? So Sir Jorah is like, again, like a, it's her bodyguard <clears throat> who was a sympathizer, who was another Targaryen sympathizer. That sounds right. And um, they get shipped together because he's mm. in love with her. And she okay. and she's sort of like, I don't have time for you, Sir Jorah, because I like I'm trying to take the Iron Throne and like you will not I get can't me close. Be with this like lower class. Yeah, she's like, you yeah. won't she's like, um you won't she's like, um, you're not hot enough for me to sleep with casually. Man, if anyone is shipping Kurt and Noah Puckerman, I I know, that's what made me that's what made me think that I was like <laughs> interesting gross. that she put Noah in. Yeah, as and not like Sir. someone who could be with Kurt, which I guess like there's like Sebastian would make sense in that role, maybe. No, and that's I said I would have put Sebastian and put Whereas like Noah would have been maybe the brother. Yeah, I would have made yeah, I would have put in Puck kind of a I would have Yeah, I would have put Puck as her brother. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I love you too, uh, Kurt said, prompting a snicker from Sir Noah. Before Sebastian could respond, Magister Schuster, Schuster cut in. We've arrived! He flung the caravan door open and allowed Kurt to exit first, giving him his hand for balance. Kurt wandered away slightly as everyone else climbed out, entranced by the sight before him. The Dothraki had erected a large wooden pavilion in the center of the valley. Two throne-like chairs stood centered at the back, close enough that those who occupied them could comfortably hold hands while sitting. The rest of the space was open and looked suitable for both revelry, and all kinds of receiving the well wishes of wedding guests. A multitude of people were converging on the area, either conversing amongst themselves or acting out their high spirits by getting into play fights. The latter were mostly Dothraki men, unsurprisingly, though Kurt noted a few men from the free cities joining in. Prince Kurt? Sir Noah said softly, causing Kurt to startle and whip his head towards the sound. My apologies for frightening you. I just wanted to inform you that the ceremony is about to begin. Call Blaine will be waiting for you on the pavilion. Thank you, Sir Noah, Kurt said. He straightened his spine and squared his shoulders, determined to show everyone what the blood of the dragon truly meant. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. I will be positioned near you for most of the night, Sir Noah said. I speak Dothraki, and Call Blaine doesn't speak much of the common tongue. If you need help, signal. I'll be around. Kurt gave him a truly grateful look as Sebastian walked up. 
Come on, little brother. Let's get the ceremony over with. Any time to plot my next move on the Iron Throat. <laughs> Sebastian said, grudgingly offering his arm to Kurt, who accepted it with equal reluctance. They began to walk slowly and regally toward the platform, where Kurt could see a small, muscled figure waiting. He tried to gaze at the crowd for most of the walk and let them see his face, but once they got closer, all Kurt could focus on was Cobb Lane. He was shorter than Kurt had expected, possibly even shorter than him, but absolutely gorgeous. With deeply tanned skin, bright golden eyes, and dark curly hair that Kurt itched to run his fingers through. He was also distractingly shirtless, wearing only tight horsehair trousers and a red rich red sash across his torso. Kurt felt his breath hitch as he stared at his soon-to-be husband and noticed that Kyle Blaine's gaze never seemed to leave his face. Kyle Blaine of the Great Dothraki Sea, I give to you my brother, Prince Kurt of the House Targaryen, first of his name, Sebastian said as they approached Blaine on the platform, voice booming out magnificently over the crowd. Kurt was surprised that Sebastian had found it in himself to sound so joyous, if he was being honest. Thank you, Prince Sebastian, Blaine said after a moment. His speech was halting and looked like it cost him a great amount of effort. But Kurt was still charmed by the smooth tenor of his voice and the cute way his eyebrows scrunched as he thought about his word choice. I gift men crown. Thank you, Cal Blaine, Sebastian <laughs> said, less charmed. He took his leave of the pavilion hastily, causing both Kurt and Blaine to flounder for a moment until Blaine proffered his arm. Is this something that happened in the real Game of Thrones with Daenerys and Dothraki? Yeah. Yes. What, what was his name? Call Drogo. Drogo. This is just like straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's that. And, and was he shirtless? Yes. Yes. Always. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you. I don't. I wonder if. Okay, so like, here's my thinking. Blaine and Sebastian have like something in Glee, right? They have yeah. like a flirtatious. Yes. Does the brother didn't they worry that they of... got cheated? Yeah. Didn't like Kurt think that he cheated with Probably. Sebastian? I the the season like four or five of plot of Glee really escapes me. But does like the older brother or sister of Daenery- no. Daenerys cheat with no. Drogo? Okay, so no. maybe I don't know. That, okay, then I don't know. I, I don't. Guess yeah, I don't know why Sebastian's with- just like an asshole. It would have been really funny if it was like Rachel Berry. No, it should have <laughs> honestly should have been Rachel Berry honestly. because the older brother is just an asshole because he just uses his little sister. And they're already swapping genders, so like it would have made yeah. sense. Yeah, it's like the the older brother is just an asshole who was like, I am willing to literally sell my sister. <laughs> To like yeah, that's what's happening to a nomadic tribe that is known for like raping and pillaging mm-hmm. villages. Cool. Um, and but I'm willing to do that because they have told me they will give me the crown on the Iron Throne. That really seems like Rachel Berry. That's a Rachel Berry. <laughs> I found in my attempts to find this in <laughs> a Western AU. Where Rachel Berry uh, was like a, a singer and Blaine had opened the saloon. Yes. That was very fun. I wish it had gotten more like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> A little yeah. more cutthroat. And I almost brought that to you if this one didn't give me permission. So that was a fun, that was a fun time. So Sebastian is just uh, given away Kurt. Thank you, Call Blaine, Sebastian said, less charmed. He took his leave of the pavilion hastily, causing both Kurt and Blaine to flounder for a moment until Blaine proffered his arm. Join? Blaine asked. Kurt blushed slightly at the thought of actually joining with Blaine, but quickly recovered and linked arms with Blaine with a smile. He gestured forward with his free hand once he was settled, 
and Blaine easily led him led them to the two thrones, where a man in priest robes was waiting. They knelt before him, and he gave a quick homily about marriage in the common tongue before saying something Kurt could only assume was a wedding blessing in Dothraki. Do all septons learn multiple tongues? Kurt wondered. Blaine, Kurt, arise, the septon said, and both men complied. Call Blaine, he continued, and those were the only words he said that Kurt understood, outside of a couple of occurrences of his own name. The septon led Blaine through a long series of what was likely vows before saying, Please say, I take you, Kurt in the common tongue now, to seal it for both of both him and you. I take you, Kurt, Blaine said, looking intently into Kurt's eyes. Prince Kurt, do you take Call Blaine as your own lawfully wedded husband, here in the sights of both our gods and his own? Do you promise to both serve and be served by him until the end of your days? Do you promise to love, respect, and honor him in your words and actions? If so, please say, I take you, Blaine. The Septon prompted, though Kurt couldn't bring himself to look away from Blaine. I take you, Blaine, Kurt said, and a small smile broke over Blaine's face. Since he was so kind as to seal his vows in the common tongue for you, would you be willing to swear on Dothraki to him? Oh no. The Septon asked. Of course, Kurt stuttered, facing the Septon. What must I say? Repeat after me. Oh no. Well, good luck. (laughs) Ma kamalat shafka Blaine. The Septon said, carefully enunciating the words for Kurt. Kurt turned back to Blaine and spoke deliberately. Ma kamolat shafka Blaine. Kurt frowned as he stumbled over the unfamiliar tongue, but Blaine looked like the sun rose and fell in Kurt's face as he heard Kurt speak. Behold and receive the great calls, Blaine and Kurt. Long may they reign. The Septon oh said. Long may they reign. Call Blaine. Call Blaine and that's what, Kurt. I, that's what I love is the, 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 the so American 2020 names of Blaine and Kurt. Call Blaine. Call Blaine. Kurt Targaryen. Turt. Oh Turt Cargarian. Turt Cargarian. Ball Plain. <laughs> When's he going to do it in his butt? Later. Yes. I okay. I guess I don't know if this is fully from the fic or if this is from real life. The Dothraki tradition of um, butt stuff. No, what's the word? Consummating. Sure. Consummating a marriage in public. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like when I hear about things like that. But yeah, <laughs> I think I am. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Um. So yeah, they have exchanged vows. Uh, behold and receive the great calls, Blaine and Kurt. Long may they reign, the Septon shouted before yelling something in Dothraki that Kurt assumed basically meant the same thing. Kurt turned and faced the crowd. He was just like, long live, Kurt and Blaine. In Dothraki, I hate both of these men. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> Kill me now. Kurt turned and faced the crowd to give them a winning smile before he felt a tug on his hand. He spun back to see Blaine looking at him with a question in his eyes. Kiss Kurt? Blaine asked, beaming up at him and looking nothing like the supposedly fearsome warlord he was. (laughs) It's like a real cute warlord. It's very sweet. Kurt could instinctively tell that if he pulled away and said no, Blaine would be hurt, but he wouldn't force Kurt into doing anything he didn't want. That realization gave Kurt the courage to lean in close. 
Kiss Blaine, he confirmed softly before pressing their lips together. He got a tiny glimpse of Blaine's overjoyed look before he had to shut his eyes and try not to melt all over the platform at Blaine's warm, soft lips and tender hold. The crowd was roaring at their public display, but Kurt couldn't bring himself to care. Let them holler, he thought. The blood of the dragon doesn't let other people decide what's right. The blood... Are they not supposed to show affection? I guess, but like... Anyway... I think that's just a rich people thing. It's implied thing. that it's like a roar of outrage, but I'd be like, I'm already at a wedding. So. No. I feel woo! like I, I think it's a roar of pleasure. and I, I think, would assume, like, woo, look at I, that groom. I think it's just a rich people thing to not want people to PDA. I guess. The blood of the dragon does what it wants, and currently it wants to continue kissing its new wonderful husband. <laughs> soon. Too soon. They had to split apart for air. <laughs> Kurt Yuck. stuck close to Blaine, a little hazy after a passionate kiss, and Blaine walked to that walked them to their seats, allowing Kurt to sit down first before taking his own place. The next few hours passed in a blur of visitors, each presenting the newlywed couple with gifts and tokens of appreciation, covering the edges of the pavilion with by sundown. Kurt even managed to have a quick conversation with Blaine through Sir Noah, much to his delight. Sir Noah, could you come here, please? He asked while there was a break between visitors, pointing to a spot between and behind his and Blaine's thrones. If I wanted to relay a message to Blaine and Dothraki, would you be willing? Uh-oh. Already trying to seduce your man, Call. I approve, Sir Noah said Yuck. with a waggle of his eyebrows. If before. somebody said that, I would be like, I need a different translator. I am uncomfortable. I it doesn't like... matter if I'm like about to be like, yes, come do it. But I'm going to get a different Are translator. Ready? Come and get it. <laughs> Can you translate that into Dothraki? Which, considering this is Glee... But do the body rolls. Considering this is Glee, um, they would be singing, If you're ready, come and get it. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. They'll say that in Dothraki over there. Uh, My language is dance. (laughs) That that surpasses all (laughs) verbal language. Uh... Already trying to juice your man, Call? I approve, Sir Noah said with a waggle of his eyebrows, before whining as Kurt smacked him on the arm in exasperation. Yes, yes, what would you like me to say? Could you tell him? I think I'll be glad that he was the one my brother chose for me to marry, Kurt asked, Aww. trying to figure out something that sounded pleasant but not too intense. It had only been a few hours, Something that all. says, I'm glad I'm going to have to rip the sheets apart with you. But, like, but I like, don't want to seem desperate. But I'm not going to rip apart the sheets... With I want you. to run my fingers through your hair, but not like in a weird way. Just like a fun casual way. <laughs> in like way. a fun friends that are forced to be married way. <laughs> Just a classic enemies to lovers. But like classic fake strangers dating. Strangers to uh, arranged marriage. Just a classic arranged marriage tag. I'm glad it was you that I was arranged marriage with. Hashtag arranged marriage. <laughs> Uh, how adorable, Sir Noah said, smiling smarmily at Kurt. He quickly turned and relayed Kurt's message, at least Kurt hoped it was his message, to Blaine before Kurt could get another swat in. Kurt watched Blaine as Sir Noah delivered the message, pleased with his face, when his face lit up with another dazzling smile. Blaine had a message for, of his own for you, Sir Noah said when he turned back to Kurt. He says he's grateful for your kind words and would like me to tell you that you're the most beautiful man he has ever seen. Kurt felt himself flush at Sir Noah's message and was searching for words to respond with when Blaine suddenly reached out and took his hand. <gasps> what? Kurt started, not displeased with his turn of events, but completely amused. Can you imagine just being like, well, it's my wedding night. We're already married. How do I flirt? <laughs> How do I be flirty? 
How do I flirt <laughs> with my husband? We're married, but he is really cute. Is that not how you felt on your wedding? You didn't like, look over at your wife and you were like... Is it like appropriate to grab hands or... So now that we're... Now weird. Now that it's only been a few hours. Since we're legally married, can I touch your hand can now? Like, can I talk about how cute you are? Am I allowed to say <laughs> that you're cute, or is that still inappropriate? I don't know. It's only been a few hours. It's time for the traditional first dance, Sir Noah said. The Dothraki believe that the longer a couple can perform the dance, the happier and more blessed their marriage will be. Before Kirk could protest he, that he didn't know any Dothraki dances, the musicians started up fast a fast, steady drumbeat, and Blaine swiftly led him to the center of the pavilion. He started dancing wildly for a moment before seeming to realize that Kurt had no idea how this dance went and slowly and uh, slowed down his motions. Follow, he said, pointing to his feet. Kurt watched intently, noting that he was repeating a quick yet fairly simple sequence and began to join in after a few minutes. At first he was hesitant, but soon he lost himself in the music and the utter happiness on Blaine's face. He felt free, much more vibrant and uncaring of others than he had when he was uh, his older brother's pawn. The music continued for uncountable minutes until it came to a halt with a loud roaring of the drums. Blaine looked incredibly satisfied and almost smug as Sir Noah made his way down to them. You danced the entire song flawlessly, Sir Noah informed. That was, hasn't happened in maybe a century or two. You and Blaine have achieved near legendary status as calls now. Kurt gaped a tad unattractively at that. There's only one thing left to do tonight. Bone! Which is, Kurt asked, feeling he already knew the answer. The Consummation, Sir Noah said simply, and Kurt's heart dropped. Sebastian had almost gleefully told him. <laughs> Shown on ABC. Or, sorry, NBC. Fuck. Sebastian had almost gleefully told him one day that the Dothraki consummated their marriages out in the open sky in front of the entire Kalsar as a symbol of unity with each other and with the tribe, and that Kal Blaine... I'm gonna make sure you did it right. And that Kal Blaine would mount him like a horse when they did. Yeah. It was enough to sicken Kurt at the thought of the humiliation and pain that would undoubtedly go along with that. Kurt felt himself blanching and noticed that Blaine seemed to be looking at him oddly. No, Blaine said, suddenly, causing all heads to turn and stare in their direction. No public. Not yet? He broke off and looked at Sir Noah, who nodded that yes, that was the correct word. Not with others. Sebastian came, charging forward at that, looking peeved. Is this a trick to get me out of my men? <laughs> of me getting me... Ah, fuck. Is this a trick to me getting... Ah, fuck. Is this a trick to keep me from getting my men? It's not sexual, it's about the army. That's where my confusion got in. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get it in the he butt, sorry. You, if, apparently, if it's not in the butt in public, I don't get my army. <laughs> he screeched, I'll hold Kurt down myself if I have to. I mean, pretty much that's what happened. Did this happen to Daenerys? Yeah. Gross. Why would I watch the show? It's like not as graphic in the show as it is in the book. But it happens in public? I don't remember if it happens in public, Ugh. but they do They do consummate it the first night it is in the butt. Yeah, why would it be in the butt? Um, Because Cal Drogo had not received a sexual education <laughs> about which hole it goes in. So eventually, when I said that uh, Daenerys... Uh, is says I am the captain now. It's because she talks to like her ladies' mates, and she was like, "What if I wanted to make it pleasurable and not in my butt?" And not in my butt. That's not where. It then goes. they were like, "Oh, did you know there is a separate hole that not only causes pleasure but also causes babies, and those are both items you want." 
Check, check. See, in my, like, post-Catholic brain, putting in the butt would not be a consummation, because that's the back door that Jesus can't see. And you need Jesus to see that you're married now. So it yes. needs to go in the front butt. And I think maybe he didn't know that it was supposed to go in the front butt. It's unclear if that is just like a regular occurrence or if he, a virgin, is an experience. Honestly, that makes sense with this because they're both gay, but like it, it makes less sense in this real world. It's that, <laughs> in, it's that in the canon. Yeah, in the book, he's doing it in her butt. They're doing doggy style and he is also happens to be in her butt. Oh my god. And then she like speaks to like her female companions in a sort of like this doesn't seem to be like manifesting a child. This doesn't seem to be correct. And they're like, well, that's not correct. It's not correct. It will not get you a child that way. You have to do it in your front butt. And then they, and so then she like one night like seduces him. And then not only do they not, she like. Is she on top so she can be like, this is where it goes. Yeah, she's on top and she's facing him, which that's Ah. the big twist. Oh, you're not supposed to do that? Yes. It's It's that since he is the man, he is supposed to like. Be in control. Yeah, he's supposed... And so it was like a very risky move. Because if after has taught me anything... (laughs) That's after... Looking at each other is like a real dominant, like, sexual position. Okay. (laughs) Is this a trick to keep me from getting my men? He screeched, I'll hold Kirk down myself if I have to. I'm pretty sure that her brother did say that. Or something similar. Uh, No trick, Blaine said, glaring at Sebastian as if he understood everything he'd said. Uh, You get... You get, but Kurt not want tonight. I wait. You'll wait? Kurt said, shocked to the core. I wait, Blaine repeated simply, and that was that. Sebastian stomped off, muttering various and sundry threats about taking what was rightfully his, but both Kurt and Blaine ignored him. Kurt knew he was too cowardly to ever come through on those threats. Come, Blaine said, holding out a hand to Kurt and pointing his other at the tent that was waiting for them at the far edge of the valley. I do think in the book they do bone under the stars, but I'm not remembering not if it was people. other people. But honestly, Gross. it's been so long since Can I read it. Can you imagine just being like a ten minute dance and then suddenly butt-fucking? Like, I don't want to go to that wedding. <laughs> Sounds like a real, <sighs> a real harsh change in tone. <laughs> You're like, wow, what a beautiful golf course oh, venue. What a, fun, then... what a fun, like, jig that they've done for the last ten minutes. I'm getting a little bored of this jig, but... Oh, God! <laughs> we're, at just, ah! we're at a super classy v- event, and then he just started to do it in her butt. <laughs> I, I went home, there was no open bar. I didn't need to bar. see the bride's anus today. <laughs> at least so... there was an open bar. It was fine. It was worth it. Come, Blaine said, holding out a hand to Kurt and pointing his other at the tent that was waiting for them at the far edge of the valley. Kurt placed his hand tightly in Blaine's and went along, unafraid. Sir Noah followed as well. Thank you, Blaine, Kurt said when they were outside their tent. Sir Noah, can you thank him promptly for me? There's no need for that, call Kurt, Noah said with a wicked smile. Kurt opened his mouth to ask why, but Blaine spoke before he could eliminate, eliminating all the need. Before I understood you the first time. He said smoothly and easily. Kurt's jaw fell open. You just, but you don't, he stammered. Blaine hadn't even had a heavy accent when he'd spoken in the common tongue. I do, actually, Blaine said, smiling sheepishly. I and my blood riders all speak the common tongue, but we just don't tell other people that. If they think we don't understand them, people will be more willing to talk about their plans right in front of us. Smart. clever. That's smart. Kurt said, impressed. I see how you've gained the reputation as the most fearsome call of all. 
with the strongest call by my side, now that you've danced our wedding dance perfectly with me, Blaine said. You're a quick study, Kurt. The blood of the dragon doesn't settle for anything less than perfection, Kurt teased, feeling more comfortable with this near stranger than he did around anyone else he knew. I suppose I have a lot to live up to. Blaine teased right back. I don't know, Kurt said, stepping closer to Blaine and accepting the warmth radiating from his body as the night chill set in. I think you're already there. He oh. bent down and kissed Blaine again, <gasps> unable to keep from smiling into it. Blaine mumbled something against his lips, and Kurt reluctantly separated them to ask, What was that? I, uh, we have a set of endearments in the Dothraki in the culture, Blaine said, blushing slightly. I call you moon of my life, and the pair is my sun and stars. Mm, Kurt said, enjoying how cute Blaine looked when he was nervous. <laughs> like a, this is so Just weird. like a cute warlord. <laughs> yeah, like, like, my warlord is so cute when his oh, brows knit together in I love when my warlord, who has, like, killed multiple people, is like, oh, you're my moon. And you're like, oh, I am and your you're moon. you're my sun and stars. Oh. oh. I'm blushing. Ah. <laughs> Kurt said, enjoying how cute Blaine looked when he was nervous. I would have thought they'd be a horse-themed. Rude. Of course I get the husband with the smart mouth, Blaine whined, unable to hold back his smile. Your brother didn't warn me that you were insolent. I might have to give you back. My son and stars, Kurt said, grabbing Blaine's hand. I think you should shut me up by kissing me again. If I must, moon of my life. Kurt <laughs> eagerly embraced Blaine, ignoring Sir Nona's groan of disgust in favor of learn of learning the feel of his husband's body. Oh! He began to think that he might be ready for consummation a little sooner than he expected, especially yuck. if his sun and stars kept kissing him like that. I mean, hot, but also yuck! <laughs> and that is the end of Dothraki Targaryen Wedding Time. Ooh. <laughs> right? Ooh. Okay. And fun tie-in. While I was researching this, I found a somewhat similar Blaine-Kurt-Clane shipping that was full smut, and we'll be going on the Patreon. Steam and cream? Steam and cream, baby! So if you were hoping that this exact thing was a little more smutty, go sign up for that if you're over 18. Thanks! Give us your $5. It's gonna be worth it for the dumb smut we bring to you. Was, was that anything like Game of Thrones? It was actually very much like Game of Thrones, except okay. for it being Blaine and Kurt. Cute. <laughs> and Kurt. There was a lot more, I feel like there was a lot more, like, light fear. Yeah. Like, because she was sort of... It seemed like if, um, like, you know how Glee did the Rocky Horror Picture Show and made it stupid? Yes. This seems like if Glee did, like, a Game of Thrones episode and uh, made it kind of stupid. Yeah. Because it's, like, in Game of Thrones, it was sort of, like... Like, there was a part where she was like, oh, he's actually kind of nice, considering mm -hmm. this is a mar arranged marriage, but then he did it in her butt, and she was sort of like, this uh, doesn't well, feel as nice as... Now I'm not as big of a fan. But then she was like, he's still... Cute. Nice. He's just stupid. But aside from the butt part that is not great, um, and that's why she eventually, like... And then and she suffered in silence for a while, and then eventually was like, Namaste. I gotta take care of this biz. And that's when she consulted experts. That makes sense. <laughs> but yes, so it was very, it was very... I had a feeling that this was pretty, like, informed by specific parts of Game of Thrones, because I'm like, I don't know why you would, like, think of this in your own brain and put this in here unless it was a reference to something else. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It I was, was like, good. I like that this is, like, a uh, Dothraki, like, 
breaking away from his culture to be like, I want to be cute with this one. He seems fun. <laughs> you know what? He seems fun. I call Blaine. Take you, I, I, a bloodthirsty, murders, criminal. <laughs> murders people in their sleep, am going to lightly kiss you on the forehead. Ah, uh, in this time of 2020, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. We've surpassed the election, which uh, we still don't know what happened because we record this ahead of time. It's but in the future. I want you to find me some kind of RPF crossover with uh, the real world politics and, like, scandal. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and, like, if it needs to be a different political show to make that happen, fine. Like a Vice or what's the name of that show? Not Vice. Um, the West Wing. I mean, West Wing is also fine, but still not the one I'm looking for. Mash. No. What? <laughs> is it, no, Vice is the show. I'm t- Veep. Veep. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? If it, if, like, Scandal seems like the most dramatic, so I would start there and be like, how do I put like Hillary Clinton in here, or like, how do I put Donald Trump in Scandal to get oh, fucking yeah, schooled? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I want. I'm intrigued. So have fun with that. This is a non-political, but no, it's not. (laughs) It's a very political show. Everything we do is political now in this year 2020. All right. Now, that's the end of the show. (laughs) Make make sure you uh, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram and Tumblr, all at Fine Pairings Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Fine Pairings Pod. Uh, make sure that you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because that really sparks joy in our hearts. We just want to have, like, more than 50. <laughs> that would be really cool. And, yeah, just if you want to spark some serotonin in our brains, a five-star review would really help. If you want to otherwise get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us by emailing us at finepairingpodcast at gmail.com, where you can send us your personal fix that you would like us to read, or if you have any other amazing ones that you would like us to read for the show. I'm continually looking for the first smut you read. (laughs) Oh my god, that would be good. That, I got a great one earlier that I'm gonna read on the Patreon about Buffy Vampire Slayer (gasps) slash fic. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, And that was someone's first smut, and I was like, (gasps) oh no. (laughs) And now you've awakened the wrong way. This is not a good example of sexual intercourse that should be mimicked in the real world. <laughs> you got awakened, but on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. Thank you again for listening to this trash fire. We all love to, you know, huddle around a trash can out in this dark, cruel world. Just feel warm. Just, we're just, so warm. we're just a bunch of, trash. yeah, we're just a bunch of raccoons out harvesting Cuddling trash. Together. Cuddling together for Trying warmth. To keep warm. In this, the year of the Dumpster Trash Fire 2020. Have a good rest of the year. (laughs) I'm Grace. I'm Claire. Goodbye. Bye.